Hi, and welcome to I Don't Hate This. I'm Nina Lidoff. And I'm the Avantis Guard podcast, actually. <laughs> uh, Eric forgot, Wenzel. I forgot that part. Do you want to start over? No, that's fine. Okay. I'm Eric Wenzel, and this is our podcast. <laughs> uh, it's Christmas time once again. Ching, ching. This is where the ching, jingle ching, bells ching. will be. Like, I'm not holding any jingle bells, so you have to imagine them. Like, it's snowing. It's like, Christmas time. If you listen very carefully, you can hear the snow fall. It was the night before Christmas and all through the museum. Paintings were coming to life and unleashing the most righteous dunks on the basketball court. <laughs> Dunkster pieces. If any of you are confused right now, we will do our best to explain, but no amount of explanation will ever really explain. explain. Um, what you are about to hear. Yes. Um, I bet you're all wondering how Eric and I met. You probably don't care. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to tell you been... anyway because it's relevant for today's episode. Um, Eric and I met as gift wrappers two years ago, not to the day, but to the month at the Art Institute of Chicago, the wonderful museum. We were holiday gift wrappers. Not the restaurant. (laughs) What? You're like, we met at the Art Institute of Chicago, the museum, not the restaurant. (laughs) Oh, well, my friend told me that there's this this craft store called Art Institute. Oh, awesome. Where is the, is (laughs) it Wicker Park? Yeah, or it's like good knitting or something. Okay, so we were gift wrappers, and our job was we would sit on a table in the lobby, and people would come over from the gift shop with their presents, and then we would wrap them. And the receipts to prove it. And the receipts to prove it, and we would mark off the little price on the back, and then we would wrap them in white and red stripe wrapping paper. And and, uh, a tip for you guys out there. Uh, you can you can increase the value of your your Christmas presents by adding ones to the front of the number or zeros to the back. I think that that was something that came up a lot. People said we just bought this wonderful scarf that's batiked from uh, your gift shop. How do I make it even more valuable? And then I'd like add zeros, but not to the front of the price. <laughs> That is true. Um, But what was really pretty remarkable about this present wrapping gig is that it was for every single day between the Monday after Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve. And by every day, I mean every day, like weekends and holidays and every single day, uh, Eric and I would go sit in the lobby and just sit and talk to each other. Um, which, under any circumstance, except for the one where we wanted to like start a talk radio show, yeah. <laughs> or one, you know, became friends, would have been miserable. Yeah. But we had a lot of stuff to talk about. That's why we brought you into <laughs> our, our talking about stuff lives. <laughs> That's what a <laughs> podcast is. So, anyway, <laughs> but this was two years ago. Two whole years ago. It feels like ages, doesn't it? Don't, yeah. Around the holidays, don't you think about? years past and I, I suppose I do ghosts it's a of time, Christmas it's a time it's the past. time of year where we come together to to think about who we are and where we're going and where did we come like from? that painting like by go gone yeah what's the who are we what <laughs> are, are you doing here <laughs> why are you in my house <laughs> and what are you trying to sell me yeah stuff art so for whatever inexplicable reason, I decided that we should record whatever we were talking about at the present wrapping table. So I would turn my phone on, and we would just like. Well, it all it all started where we were trying to figure out if. Uh, I mean, because literally our life was just wrapping. Yeah, we would just wrap presents all, all day. day for like the whole month, and we had no days off. We had no days off. It was the hardest and also the least I've ever. Worked. <laughs> <laughs> um. But now, like, I'm really fucking good at wrapping presents. Yeah. And that was the whole irony or the sadness. It's like, I was poor and I didn't have any presents to give people. But here I was wrapping all these things, including a calendar of uh, satellite photos of the Earth that uh, Jeff Mills, uh, the techno DJ of Chicago, um, 
purchased and had me. Oh, rap. cool. It was pretty cool. Celebrity sighting. I, I felt the opposite, though, because this was like my first job out of college, yeah. basically. So I was like, whoa, they pay you money to go do a thing every day? They pay you <laughs> money to do something I'd be doing anyway? Wrapping presents? <laughs> um, so it started because we were like, oh, I wonder if there's any raps about rapping. And so then we looked on uh, Yahoo Answers, and I was able to find the uh, exact really ones that we found yeah yeah can you write a little rap about wrapping presents was the yahoo question <laughs> um and so this was the best rap i put it in a box topped it with a bow because i'm gonna give this one to my ho 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow well so. we didn't rap at all in our podcast but we did talk mm-hmm. about rapping and that's probably the one of the what funniest really parts the, the, the fundamental thing that we did <laughs> is that people would interrupt <coughs> us so we'll be talking about you will soon hear the craziest stuff and then people will be like hi can i get this wrap please yeah how do i find the bathroom how so. much does it cost to use the bathroom here why did you put the bathroom inside the museum <laughs> instead of uh like we literally you know how everyone's talking about the newspapers are trying to sell them save themselves with paywalls you know, mm-hmm. you can't you can't ex- access this exclusive content. Uh, That's how the bathroom is. At the yeah, museum. we literally put it behind a paywall. I guess so. But then it encourages people to want to go see art. You like have to use the bathroom so bad. But you know what's better than going to the bathroom? Peeing art. on things. <laughs> art. But we will explain that we also drew dunkster pieces. This is the thing that we invented uh, where we just drew paintings from the museum playing basketball. Why? I don't know, but it, it just started and then never stopped. So that'll season. be on the Tumblr. Go check that out. It was, yeah, I guess Christmas and basketball season are one and the same. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have anything to do with Christmas. They just were art playing basketball. We drew it on the wrapping paper. We did. Yeah. Um, and, and boy, if I could describe the faces Nina was making at me during the recording of this <laughs> intro. <laughs> That's In this episode, Eric describes my face a lot while we're at the wrapping table. That's pretty good. So enjoy. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hi, welcome to... Shut up, you can talk at the same time as me. Welcome That's a wrap. delicious dish. <laughs> that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. I like that's a wrap better than it's a wrap. It, but this this is a wrap. But then at the end we can say, that's a wrap. And it'll yeah. be it's a wrap. Adorable. That's a wrap. Um... So, what are you getting your family for Christmas this year at the Art Institute's gift shop? Well, considering that Hanukkah was yesterday and I already got them everything. Wait, was that the first day or the last day of Hanukkah? This is the second day of Hanukkah. Today is Hanukkah Today is the third day of Hanukkah. Today is the second day and third night of Hanukkah. So, wait, why do you celebrate on the second night, the second day? Because my parents were going to the hospital dinner dance at the Blue Aqua Radisson Hotel. Oh, blue. That fits with the theme. Yes, because we're at the Art Institute. I, could, I was going to point to a picture of it, but this is the, the picture house. wasn't up yet. The Chagall windows. Oh, the Studio Gong. Um, studio Gong, like it's German. The yeah. Studio Gong. <clears throat> Atelier Gong is probably how you would say it. German Atelier Gant. I don't know how to say studio. Is that how you say it? Yeah, because it's the French Atelier. Atelier. That's like. Do they have studio? The word chance in German is chance, and that always sounded French to me. There it is. We got a picture of it. Of gods and glamour. This is eating up so much memory on your phone. You're not going to be able to add applications to it. I will just delete it as soon as. Yeah, as soon as it's done recording. (laughs) Is this what my voice sounds like? I hate that, so let's not have a discussion. Let's not talk on this podcast. <laughs> It'll be a visual-only podcast. It'll be, this, is a, this is a visual audio podcast. And it's a podcast um, reviewing various types of performance art and dance. Of the most avant-garde. Of the avantist gardist. The most avant-garde. This guy came in yesterday and he thought it was... Oh, you were here. But our audience didn't. <laughs> we're know. always here. <laughs> well, you might have been, you know, uh, checking out the thorn room and trying to find... 
think we have our next customer. I can't. Yes, you can. Eric. No, but then you're gonna, it's going to be Quiet. on your phone, and I want. Yes, yeah, be quiet, Eric. Tell me the story. <laughs> I have to do an intro. So, Eric wait, wait, Wenzel, renowned video phone. artist, has a proposition I'm an for inter- a new piece. Interdisciplinary artist. This is a video work. He's a. It's a, a video work. work. A work he in does, the medium of video. Yes, he does new media and, and old interdisciplinary media and intermediate media. <laughs> I, and, I work across platforms. Yes. And he would like to give a description of his latest work <laughs> proposal. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to do this. This is that silent laughter. You can't even, like, you're laughing so hard. You can't even hear it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Antichrist? It's really crazy <laughs> but there's a part where there's like a, a like dying fox in the woods and he like looks at the camera and he says something insane like insanity rising <laughs> and I think maybe that's where the idea came from or he, you know it's like chaos prevails <laughs> and it's funny when I'm describing it when you see it in the movie you're like holy shit this is so weird and then you're like, I hope you're like that fox is obviously not real, but you're still worried. You're like, why is the fox happy? Who attacked the fox? When I was in Vermont, I went for a walk in the mountains, not in the mountains, in the hills, and there was a severed baby deer fight. <laughs> what? It was like Bambi had been mauled and then strewn across the road. Oh man. So, so that's the basis of your idea, so why don't you elaborate? No, no I can't. It's Please secret. Do. This might no, be the most excellent. Secret. I want to get a Turner Prize. No, it, it definitely will. You, you <laughs> need to, <laughs> to execute it, but I think you need to really pin down the concept, no, I proposal of the concept. <laughs> you did it earlier. I know, but I don't want... Um, it's, this is not my iPhone. This is not my recording device. I'll send it to you. Yeah, but you'll still have it. Okay. And you could you could go out and manufacture this horse quicker. Of course you find, say. Go find a Elaborate dark wood. I can't you could I really manufacture a horse? From what you know of my skills at folding and building yeah. things. It would definitely be a fucked up horse. <laughs> His head would That's go like one way, crazy. he'd just walk in circles. <laughs> it's like crazy. I made this beautiful crane. That one looks nice. I know. It's because it's smaller. I told you the paper was too big. Whoa, check this out. If you do this... If you hold it by its tail and you flip it. And you fold it down this way. Now you have a swan one direction and a crane another. (laughs) Swan one direction? Like, is that like a boy band of swans? It's a swan tribute band for one direction. Called, or maybe they should be called Swan Direction. <laughs> and they would all live in a pond. Yeah. Together. I don't know. The, the swan head just has kind of this arrogant look about it. It's not as friendly as the crane head. No, I disagree. I think the swan's much more elegant. Right, but swans elegant like it's haughty. Like thinks it's like, better than everyone else. Like haughty? Haughty. Like, not like, oh, you're a little hottie. <laughs> the swan's totally a hottie. It's like, uh, but you know, swans are standoffish. Do you ever, they like, they don't like being photographed. They don't like people trying to approach them. It sounds like that's the real moral of the ugly duckling, is that he became not just he beca- like, he He was rejected. And so and then he became a swan in disposition. And then, yeah, and then he was like... Um, he was ostracized <clears throat> and this caused him to be a little snot tell it just like all the members of Swan Direction <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if their music would be like a bad <laughs> 
<laughs> it would just be honking. And all the girl, little girl, ugly duckling swans would, would swoon. So you know how like they have instructions with cameras? Yes. When you get it, you know, really step-by-step guides. I don't see why, any, why they don't put a thing that's like, warning, when you, 90% of the time when you think you should use a flash, you shouldn't. Because I have to say, that's the one thing that separates all... Oh, I can't think of good terms. Like, but all, all the like professionals from all the fools, from all the noobs. What if you're a professional and you know that you have a backlit subject and you need to fill flash it? Yeah. And that's a situation in which someone would say, "Well, this is a very bright subject, you know, in front of this window here. I probably don't need to use a flash, but really, they do." That's when you need opposite. to get a teeny little piece of white cardboard and tape it just over the flash on your iPhone. And then it'll fill it really nicely. Hi. Thank you very much. Sure, have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. You were like, hell not. I was like, we gotta get back to the podcasts. <laughs> no, but you seriously, I'm I have sound editing equipment on my computer. And I have a sound cloud. And I okay. think We'll you make, should send them to me, and I, I will. Send, but we have to make we have to do enough that we're actually saying interesting things for the whole time. You know, yeah, edit it together so it's all interesting things and not any of the. I like the. I I think it's interesting when we're talking, and then all of a sudden it gets very quiet in there, and then you just hear like. Oh, oh would you like this rap? The sound that you can really hear out of it. Ooh. <laughs> this wow. is a complicated <laughs> gift. Oh, here, let me put some tape on it. <laughs> it's like very home companion. Oh, let me see if they have a box for that in the gift store. I'll walk over I'll walk over to the gift shop. <laughs> There's a horse running around. <laughs> no way. He knows the way. Who's there? Gift wrapping. <laughs> uh, You're dying. I'm dying. So this this thing I wanted to say was. Well, maybe they should just put a thing on all of like all cameras you buy. They're like, are you like, sure you want to use the flash? <laughs> I think it should just be. You know, they have little things where they're like, you know, don't do this, don't do that, little no signs and that, and it should just be like. Are you, don't use the flash. No, it would, should just everybody say, like, always inevitably uses the flash take and takes a, terrible photos. Okay, because like the most, the thing that people do the most is the opposite of that though. Like if they are not using the flash, then they take an action picture in a low light situation. Everything's blurry because they're hand holding the camera. They're not using a tripod, and they're like, "Yo, why my picture all blurry?" And you're like. You're not using a tripod and the shutter speed, and you are a human being and you're breathing. Yeah, but these are people are using automatic ones, so the camera will do its best to adjust those things. It's, no, but it will still be. I think still people are afraid of that because they've heard of those things. They've heard about motion blur. <laughs> putting some tape under. Sure. What okay. am I saying? All right, so Eric's been on. <laughs> And now that the days. record button's on, I'm off. I, no, you're not off. I'm okay, so I'm gonna bomb. I know it. This is why you're never gonna be a successful <laughs> stand-up comedian. You, I know. You need the cojones to like. I need the what? The, the cojones. Yes. To really. Let not the record suck. show that she gestured like she was. <laughs> wait, she was like. How do we describe this gesture you made? It was like, like you were, it was like it wasn't like you were just testing ho- the ripeness yeah. of grapefruit. <laughs> yes, it was like it was like you were gently placing your palm under some low hanging fruit, and you're sort of like feeling the weight in your hand very gently. I mean, that's what you do, right? Yeah. So, according to Eric, the Discovery Channel is now the channel for hillbillies. The channel of hillbillies because it has. Um, gold diggers, or no? That's the that's from Bravo about the women. 
<laughs> I thought you meant Gold cougar. Rush, like gold, gold mining. Yeah. It has all those shows about gold mining, but that's not the same as shows about gold, gold diggers. diggers. Yeah, no, I, I met the gold mining shows, but I misspoke and I started talking about Bravo or whatever. The Real Housewives. Oxygen. They make um, kind of women's television networks. Yeah, I'm just let's just name women's television networks. Hey. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, sir. What are you doing? Uh, wrapping gifts. Oh, okay. I should have brought all my gifts back. That's cool. You should have, just like everyone else who made that <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh no, it's been that kind of a day? It's, it's been that kind of a week. Well, yeah. Eric said that he was going to keep Chicago, track. I think it, that's classic. Yeah. yeah. The, I, the jokes. People, yeah. people say similar things to us often, and right. Eric said he was going to keep track, like, how many people asked us, like, so did you go to school for this? But, but then it was the same single, as the, the same number, number of people. people that came to get stuff wrapped. Because <laughs> it was just everyone asked that all the time. But it's fine. It's I think they start about. out kidding and then they like get serious about it because then they're like, well, actually, they're really good at it. And now uh, I wish I knew how to wrap. It's just a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go okay. cool down. Yeah. Okay. See you guys. Bye. We, uh,. To describe we were just for talking our to a man with a very large mustache, so <laughs> if mean, you can rewind and replay that. Probably glorious mustache. Yeah. I mean, like curling at the ends, bushy. Yeah. You want to take a nap in a bit. No, I did not want to take a nap in a bit. Hey, what are you doing here? Come back for come, some more? Come. Did you hear when uh, Jeff Wall had a talk here? And they, they were like, the Q&A at the end was like running real dry. <laughs> Well, it was real low, and so he really? was like, "Who's your favorite artist in the Art Institute Museum, or something?" And somehow she turned it to be like, "Do you like Ivan Albright?" And he was like, "No, I think he's awful." And, was like, <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, this is a good talk," and they're like, "Get him out of the stage quickly." <laughs> oh, I was no. a senior in high school when he was here, when yeah. that show was here, and I missed it. I wanted to ask him about the gels because they all have a. A stripe through them because the gel they don't them. make the gel big enough for some of his big light boxes, and then you see a seam, and that's when I realized everything in the world was bullshit. Because <laughs> that's quite an extrapolation, but okay. Well, because he's this big famous artist that has lots of money. I mean, he has people. He has like a studio assistant. Like all they do is the gel. Like he's got the gel guy. Right. The transparency guy, sorry. Right. The gel guy does his hair. <laughs> uh, I've never seen Jeff Wall. Does he have, like, magnificent, like, No, he's hair? got... He, he's, like, blander than Canadian. He's, like, he's like a duller <laughs> shade of Canadian. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, he's so Canadian, he's Belgian. <laughs> Which I thought Belgium was cool, but then when I lived when I lived in England for a while, and there were all these Belgian jokes, and I realized that in <laughs> Europe, Belgium is the Canada of Europe. Like everyone's like, it. "Oh, you can be into mullets," or they had this whole commercial. It was like for like Heineken or something, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, you do this and that," and they're like, "Then you could start getting into really interesting things like mullets or Belgium." And then like they're like, "If you like beer that tastes like dust, then you'd be into Belgium." It was like really Why? weird, and I was like, Belgium's cool. <laughs> and they're like, Guess not. And they're like, No, no, you don't understand. Uh, Belgium's like, Oh, Canada. Well, I had a friend who, she was like, a, she was from Pakistan, but her dad was like a, a, I don't even know, an ambassador or something, so she had lived all over the world, and she's like, I love Canada, it was so great there. And she's like, What do Americans think about Canada? And I was like, it's like America Part Two, only boring. And she thought, and she was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, Canada has all the interestingness of bland oatmeal. And she was like really offended because Canada was one of her favorite places she had ever lived. And I was like, "That's just—it's not really like that." Or maybe I, I've only I been to, to Montreal, and it was definitely not like that. It was like being in France. I mean, where really, you were? Yeah, in Quebec. Oh, so it's more like a boring version of France. <laughs> So I've been spending some time with my mom and her television, of which she gets all the basic channels and Discovery Channel. And it occurred to me that 
the Discovery Channel, which once used to be like Nova and like be all about space and exploration and uh, you know learning about the Earth and animals and stuff, has now become the Hillbilly Channel. Because they have a show about moonshining, they have a show about gold digging, they have a show about chopping motorcycles, and they have a show about pawning stuff at the pawn shop, <laughs> and bidding on items at a storage space. And it really hit home when we were watching this episode of Moonshine, and they're like... This guy is not sure if he wants to have his wife and son be part of the moonshine business, but there's no one else he can trust. Mm. And he's standing there talking to her, arguing, and it's subtitled. And I was like, this is, this is just ripe for all kinds of Jeff Foxworthy jokes. Like, if you're, I mean, you could pick this apart and say if you're on a reality show, you might be a redneck. But I think if you put it all together in one joke, it's pretty good, because it's like, if you make moonshine for a living, and you're on a reality show, and you're having an argument with your wife that has to be put in subtitles. Hi. Hey. Can I please ask you if sure. I was to get these for her, take a long time on Yeah, no, you need to like stay oh, in the, the stay lobby. Here? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sure. That was totally confusing. Also, she threw in the punchline. <laughs> it was totally so... like it couldn't have come more perfect timing. <laughs> it was like you were so. I was two words away. <laughs> This joke like, cannot be told. This is gonna be so good. It was like a really good build up for that punchline. This can this joke cannot be told. Oh my god. Alright, okay. Start just start from the beginning of the joke so you can deliver the punchline in peace. Alright, keep your eyes open. If you see someone like tap me and I'll start saying it faster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know if I want to tell it now because it's like the, the build-up so is good. so great. It was so, so... Well, that's the magic of editing is for. This is going to be your finest moment as a sound editor. Yes. But I'm definitely going to leave... I'm leaving that one in for sure because that was hilarious. Excuse me, can you read? Oh. Um. So, if you're on a reality show... Okay, so... Uh, I was, yeah. Any one of these points could make a Jeff Foxworthy joke. Which, why am I writing Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> jokes now? I don't know. Because I think it's a sign of America that it's all come true. <laughs> That's why Jeff Foxworthy's no longer on television and doing stand up, is because he doesn't need to. The world that he envisioned is here. Everyone's, the future is now. Everyone's driving Humvees. Even though they went out of business, they're driving them in ice and snow saying, you betcha. And running over wildlife. So I'm only funny when it's, when it's live. If, no, uh, no we actually out ran ribbons. out. Sorry. Sorry about that. Been out of ribbons for like three entire days. We ran out yesterday in the morning. And by the morning, I meant into PM. Because it was like the morning. Wow. Time really... Time moves slowly. So are you no, gonna send me it. these? Yes, I'll send you to them. Edit them. Yes, we need to edit out all the stupid parts. I'm gonna start a separate podcast that's just called the stupid parts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just I don't have a name for it yet, but it'll be all about rapping. Uh, it'll, it'll be called like heard at the rapping table. <laughs> you heard, heard. It'll be called, and that's a rap. That's what this podcast should be called. We already decided that. That's why we end every episode by saying, and that's, oh, that's a wrap. All right, well, okay, so anyway. Oh, I was thinking about this last night. You know how, like, Santa leaving you coal is like, oh, that's a bad thing? Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, in the time, wasn't that sort of like, that was like a necessity? Like, it was sort of like, you're, yeah, exactly, but it's not as bad as, like, like, now we it's read it. It's not as bad as the compost that kidnaps you. Well, because like, now we read it as, like, one step above him leaving, like, dog poop in your yeah. stocking. But when that, when that little twit, when that little twerk, that little, you know... Twerp? That, that twerk. Little, uh, twerk it. No, don't twerk it. <laughs> when that little, um... 
you know, twist in the Santa myth came along, it seems like it was like you were a bad kid, but you're not gonna get any um, you're not gonna get any toys or Excuse anything me. nice. Jump this glove again. Glove alert, glove alert. <laughs> this is a segment we called Excuse Me, You Dropped Your Glove. <laughs> it's been repeated at least three times. Yes. Hi. Hi. Can I get this wrapped? Sure. And I have my receipt. Oh, so I was thinking the coal thing, like when that came about, it was not like getting a heap of dog shit in your stocking. It was it like. It would have kept your like, family warm for months. It was like, here's something useful. It wouldn't keep your family warm for months. It was also, it's like, here's something useful, but not that useful because it's a single bo- block of coal. So, right, so it'll, you know, just think about it over the next year. <laughs> But stay warm. <laughs> New topic. I've got news for you. The Comedy Central is not premium. It's a rerun channel. Yeah, except for when the Daily Show. Ex- except for when, let the record show, she raised her eyebrows seductively <laughs> when she said Daily Show. Uh, except when they when they employ renegade filmmaking like they did in 2003. And they uh, unleashed the Hebrew hammer on him, on the world. Uh, it was sort of like it was like when Miramax was producing all these great independent films. I like that you know that because you told me you looked up Hebrew hammer on Wikipedia. <laughs> and I was like, oh, 2003. Very good year. It was that a was very the good year, year of for... my bat mitzvah incident. Oh, jeez. Did you have a giant picture of your face printed for the no. party? I'm classy like that. Oh, okay. Well, for the long... Everyone's talking about coal-fired pizza, coal-fired pizza. Chicago had... I mean, maybe I just didn't live in New York long enough to learn about all the dipshit boutique restaurants there are. Brunch but, is very trendy these days. But, like... But I love brunch, so it's I mean, fine. the restaurants that I went to in New York that weren't McDonald's or Burger King were also... Subway. By the way, I did go to Subway. <laughs> there was a Subway by the Subway that I went to a lot. <laughs> It was a really good place to listen to podcasts and have a, a foot-long turkey. Um, aside from the Taco Bell KFC right by Union Square. Are Excuse you, me. <laughs> I went to a really, I went to a hipster hamburger place. It was called that hipster hamburger? It was called... <laughs> scoff scoff burger it was called ye old scoff rickety dickety doo it was called uh, it was called what would you what would you call a, a hipster because the thing was these weren't unmotivated hipsters these hipsters were very motivated to give the feeling of what it might be like if hamburgers were very popular during the time Deadwood was set would they call it Deadwood burger because they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't call it meh. They would call it, like, our incredibly... They'd call it anachronistic whiskey burger. No, that's what would be on the menu. <laughs> it would be like, there's the barbecue blue burger, the there's classic cheeseburger, and the whiskey... The anachronistic whiskey the burger. The anachronistic whiskey burger. Uh, all, the, all the staff had mustaches that were real. They all wore vests tweed vests over button-down shirts. Uh, some of them had pocket watches, and they all had those... What are those hats called that Newsies wear? You newsboy know, caps. Newsboy caps. They all had Newsie hats. Are they single? Just they were all asking about when I'm going to go back to Chicago and start wrapping gifts for a living and meet a nice Jewish girl for them to date and, and take a nap in their mustache for them. Because apparently that's one of the things you look for in a man. I suppose when I said that, I changed my mind because it looked more like it would be a bristle brush. You could, like, shine some shoes with it or something. But not but really the comfiest. looking for a man with a fluffy, downy mustache that you can see. That was just, like, the least sexy thing ever. Like, yeah. Oh, big boy, your mustache. I could take a nap in it all day long. I was not particularly attracted to him or his mustache. I... I'm not really the facial hair. But I was really into the idea of sleeping in a small I 
just fall in love with men so much is the idea of sleeping in their hair. I just need to, to give the impression of how extremely bushy it was, how luxurious. Yes, because people when people think of things that are good to sleep in, they think of bushes. Your mustache is so bushy. How bushy is it? It's so bushy it looks like a soft down comforter. I bet you've got three birds in the bush. <laughs> it's a bird in the hand. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, but yes. this guy, his mustache is so bushy. <laughs> there are three birds in it, and you're going in, whether, whether it's brambly or not. <laughs> this is like the dumbest conversation <laughs> I've ever heard. Well, I'm not the one with a... With the giant you turned, sleeping mustache. You turned so mean when we do these podcasts. Why am I mean? I don't know. I don't think you actually want to you sleep. You think you're the insult the, comic dog or something. I'm the insult comic dog. Just for the record, I don't think you actually want to sleep in his mustache. But now I'm just imagining some idiot building a giant sculpture of a mustache. That and idiot could very well artist. be you. <laughs> And they're like, oh, he's a conceptual artist. He makes large mustaches. Oh, God. Oh. Um, but yeah, so they have coal-fired pizza. And I thought, it's not really bad. That's like carcinogenic. Coal is really bad for you. And here's this ashen pizza pie. We cooked it with 600 cigarettes arranged in a circle. It smells like rugged individualism in Marlboro country. Mm. Smooth. Smooth. It goes down smooth like a cigarette shed. What tastes good like a cigarette shed? Winston. Virginia Slims. <laughs> Your pizzas come a long way, baby. If that's the diet pizza for women. <laughs> <laughs> the one we cook for Virginia Slims. I want to, so... You know what's sad about that phrase? What's Come a long way, baby. It's like, when you say that, you're like, that's so sexist. But they had already come a long way to get that level of yeah, sexism. Yeah, to get that level of sexism. <laughs> I also don't quite understand what it means. Meaning, women weren't... Uh, no, no, I understand what it means. Hi. Hi. Is it restaurant in this area, or I have to go eat it's it? In it's museum. inside the museum. I just came out. You, you can uh, go back in. You also have a light on in your pocket, and that's very strange. <laughs> I didn't know. I almost said something, but I, I didn't know what to say. He had a light on in his pocket. Is his leg a cyborg leg? Yeah. What if he, What if it wasn't that we said you have a light in your pocket, and he was like, that's my cyborg leg. That's so... That's like, so insensitive. <laughs> How can you not know? Um, what anyway... If, so like work, women were now working and had a place in society and and like you deserve to, a rest, smoke this. Yeah, and you um, deserve a cigarette made only for you, and you deserve to have a cigarette because it was like even though everybody smoked, it wasn't cool, I guess, for women. To, I mean, not cool. It wasn't ladylike for women to smoke openly, you know, in public, and then it became so that they could do that. They could pull the Don Draper and be holding a, a rocks glass and a cigarette at the same time. You know Don Draper's not real. Like That was like its own thing. That Don actually had cool... Uh, Virginia Slims actually happened. It wasn't... That was a thing. Wait, Don Draper's not real? No, he's not. He's named after the writer was having a writing block and he looked out the window and he saw some drapes and he was like, <laughs> Draper, that sounds like a 60s name. Dick Whitman. Yeah. Whatever happened to those names? I mean, I you don't hear anybody with a last name like that. Like you, with the Jay minute Frank? you hear that character's name, you're like, oh, he's a '60s, he's a swank '60s guy. Did he? I, oh, what happened was that he doesn't. These people didn't have children, so the family name died out. That's why you identify. Don Draper has three children. Eric, I know Are they that all you men? don't. No. Are any of them Sally men? is a girl, and she's the best of all of the children. What about the boys? Are there boys? Yes. What's his name? Jack Draper? Bobby and... Oh Jack the Draper? <laughs> they name... It's like a huge plot point. They name him after 
um, Betty's father. Who's Bet? Is that his wife? Who? Betty's. This is not a madman podcast. You quit trying to make it. <laughs> All right, fine. We're Otherwise, you will have one madman sitting right next to you. <laughs> oh gosh. Are there any Downton Abbey podcasts? Oh, we could totally start one if there's. But not. you would just be like, "Oh no! Did you see what happened? I can't believe it! Oh my god!" Right? I know. Well, we could say so believe? many things that because we have both seen the we've third both season. Seen season three, or as the British call so it, series upset. three. Series, yes. I was really upset. Oh, speaking of which, I the day it. after tomorrow, uh-huh. get, it's Christmas. Yes, and you got to get on your pirate bay and download the Christmas special because they are having a downtown Abbey. Christmas special. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my I'm god. I'm like serious black. I am so excited because I said, I was like, that was the shortest series ever. That was so lame. I can't believe they did that. Blah, blah, blah. And because there's like really significant Christmas specials, that was when Matthew asked Mary to marry him was last Christmas special. Oh. So is the end game of this they get killed when a when a Blitzkrieg bomb randomly lands on Downton Abbey and it raises the place and they're all in their dead except for Lady Sybil, Lady Sybil Jr. And Lady Sybil Jr. has to sell herself on the, the streets just like that. What's her name? It would be hard. I was thinking about that though. It takes a lot of commitment to do a podcast. Yeah, because because if you get pop, people are gonna want it every week. Yeah, but that's if you get popular. I okay. I just hate how my voice sounds. It sounds really nasal in my mind. Oh, we can put a filter on. Well, we'd have to record our parts separately Uh because I think it'd be very. I mean, I guess I could just highlight your when you're speaking and put a filter on it. We can be like like robot voice or something. I I don't want a robot voice. Or like, what about disguised voice? Like when you're like a a, a anonymous tipster. Yeah, yeah, anonymous tipster, and you're like. You're like <laughs> I okay. saw the source book coming from the coming out of the building of the I think if we were gonna room. actually have a podcast we'd need topics to talk about and we'd have to stay on topic and we'd have to get no, to No part of the point. well it depends on if you wander into a funny direction. That's <laughs> <laughs> one okay. direction? Yeah. But okay No, that's one wandering that's wandering. Quan direction, the Wan- wandering in uh, I don't know what's the attribute of swans we can make it turn. Do swans wander through the water? They always just kind of glide through the water. Haughtily. We've been over. We've already had a podcast about how swans are haughty. So let's move on to. Haughty? Are they haughty? Haughtily, they don their hoat. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's this question? No one would ever listen to this. <laughs> like. They would, about random they would if, if we had this dubbed onto an audio cassette and then we put it on a tape recorder on a pedestal in the middle of a gallery. <laughs> and then we would just say, and we'd add in like static and then say it was this like, uh, you were this friend of mine when I was a kid. Well, I guess the voices would be obvious that I was older. I was like, this is my well, dad's you voice. You sound older. I don't think so. Yeah, but the story would be that you, we were, I, like we had this radio show or something when we were kids, and we just recorded on audio tape, um, and then you got hit by a car in high school. Yeah, if I die, that would be a great twist. In <laughs> no, this it thing. would be a whole yeah. And then you would continue You've the been podcast, a ghost the whole time. and they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like really funny, but then and then I'd say in memory of my dead co-host. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and then you would start crying, like yeah. you would say all this funny stuff. I and then you would, <laughs> okay, so. Right. No, it would just be a whole ruse. It would be like, uh, whatever. Okay. So, I was at a Christmas party last night, and uh, was talking to people, and told them they worked, that I worked at the Art Institute. And our friend got really excited, and he goes, okay, I have to ask you a question. Oh, good. Of, of, that everyone asks of people that work at the Art Institute all the time. Is it, is it how does the Art Institute pay for all the scholarships? Because it's, they have a lot of Monet. <laughs> I stole that from the streetwise guy. He, that's, oh. he used to, so you can see that he used to have good material. Now, now he's making up these crazy yeah, stories. Yeah, he's about, got crass about the Ninja Turtles carving their names in the front of the museum. <laughs> I wish I was there for that conversation because I was like, "Who's Durr? Which turtle is that?" 
So, no. Well, what I said was, it is it, where's the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the turtles carve? No. That's the question. Oh, oh the question that the most people ask. Yeah. That's the question I get asked most of the time. Is there is there a public bathroom? Um. Yes, but it costs $18. <laughs> but you can also look at the museum while you're in the restroom. <laughs> while? On your iPhone? On your iPhone. No, you can't because there's no reception in the basement. Oh, man. Okay. We could, we could write a sitcom. See, when I, when I worked at the MCA and I'd always end up hanging out at the counter in the, the gift shop, um, which I actually got in trouble for, not from my own boss, but from the gift shop. Like you're, they're supposed to be interacting with the customers, not talking to you about rocket cars. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Did so cute hilarious. people work in the gift shop at the MCA? Well, the woman that yelled at me was cute, but she was a bitch. So that's oh. probably why I'm attracted to mean women. I don't think you're attracted to mean women. You're attracted to young pixie women. Okay, we're not going to talk about this on our, on our podcast. <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> um, but there's so much ripe comedy for the humor. So, like, someone will come by, oh, is there, is there a public bathroom? And you're like, well, yeah, and like, well, it's, but it's in the museum. And they're like, well, how am I supposed to get in there? And like, well, you can buy a ticket to the bathroom. It costs $18. But with your ticket, you're also allowed to look at the museum. <laughs> right. Because that's something you'd want to say, and it would be good on a sitcom. It would you be. You could never say we could in real I mean, 30 Rock is a sitcom about working at NBC. We could make a sitcom about working in an art museum. Yeah, totally. And just be like, always people just being like, I don't get it. And then the studio audience would go, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> And then the audience at home would be like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but instead, they'd be like, I don't get the joke. Right. So you are brilliant. This is, we got to co-write this. Okay. Agreed. All right. So the question. And we definitely have that little woman, the short four, four, I was going to say the four-year-old woman, the four-foot woman with the giant iPad taking pictures that I showed you at MoMA, <laughs> where she would go right up to it and she would hold her iPad like an inch from the painting yeah. and take a picture of it. It was like that couple in front of the kind of Morris like Lewis painting. Huh? The couple I saw at the Met taking a picture in front of the Morris Lewis in front of the horse what? Morris Lewis painting. Oh, yeah. That's good. Anyway. So, what? so the question that gets posed to people from the Art Institute all the time, apparently, you will see soon that wait, that is not true. Wait, does this guy work at the Art Institute? No, he's, he's like a friend of our family. Okay. So wait, does he... But how did he know it was the most... He's like, I've got a lot of friends at the Art Institute, and I'm always asking them. <laughs> it's a joke, because no one would ever ask this question, ever. Oh. Okay, he goes... Wait, just let's take it from the top. Right. So... So here's the question. No, no, you're at a party. Oh, I'm at a party, and a friend of ours asks, I have a question that people from the Art Institute get asked all the time, and that question is, if you were in the gallery and there was a blind man and his dog, <laughs> which there was a seeing-eye dog yeah, here we've yesterday. we've seen at least two service animals. And he started a fire in the gallery. <laughs> What would you save? The man, the dog, or the painting oh, <laughs> that was on it. fire? Damn it. Wait, why would he start the painting? Or would he start the painting on fire? It's <laughs> kind of what was implied. I don't know why that would happen. Wait, I think that he was like, I can't enjoy these beautiful masterpieces, <laughs> therefore no one else will. I know. That is kind of funny, but I do And I imagine he's do... fumbling with these matches, and he's like, uh... Because he's, like, totally a stereotypical blind man, so he's got, like, like perfect Mr. circle... Like Oh, yeah. Well, no, I was thinking, like, perfect circle black glasses and, like, a newsy hat, newsboy hat. Yeah. Um, and he's got, like, his dog who looks like... He's, like, kind of like an old scruffy dog. He's always like, oh, why are you bringing me along on these horrible adventures? And it would be the dog that would, like, alert the security guard about what he's doing, and he'd be like, no, no, Socrates, you've, turned, you've betrayed me again. <laughs> so what did you say? Well, I want to hear what you say first, and I'll tell you what I say. Well, if the man started the fire, I wouldn't save him, <laughs> no, because what he's, if he's was, also blind, no, so... No, it was like, it was just like a random fire that started... It was just a Rauschenberg that just burst into flames. Yeah, or this beam falls. This beam falls, and it lands on the man uh, pinning his legs. And then another beam falls, and it lands on the dog pinning his legs. And then another one falls on a painting pinning its legs. (laughs) 
It falls on a Giacometti. It's a Giacometti, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So oh if it were one beam, you could just lift it up, and then the dog and the guy would get out, and then you take the, the Giacometti. But there's three beams, and you only have time. If it was a Giacometti, the legs would just snap off. Yeah, they'd be bent all funny. <laughs> and that would be pretty cool. It'd but be he like, said a paint. Well, he didn't say which he artwork. He didn't say. He just said really some crappy artwork. artwork. Right, like Jeff Koons. Oh, do they even have a Jeff Koons? Oh, yeah, they have that the one of the lady in the bathtub. Probably like... Yeah. That was at the MCA. That wasn't here. Just they for those of here. you listening that aren't <laughs> sitting watching, she made... Oh, this is time for another of Nina's describes her face. <laughs> I mean, the face of that sculpture. We have to come up with theme songs for all the different segments. And so one of them is Nina describes her face. Well... People familiar with that sculpture will know that it's a woman's head cut off at the nose and her mouth is making, like, a very suggestively round O. It's like she's startled, but more... Or maybe in ecstasy. Because the top of uh, a snorkeler is coming out of the bathtub, so you just see the snorkel. And she's got her mouth... Yes. (laughs) Just make the face and I'll describe it. Is it... (laughs) But you can't use your eyes because she doesn't have eyes... Um, so the mouth, this woman in question in the paint, in the in this porcelain <laughs> sculpture. Well, first of all, she's covering her bosom so the snorkeler can't see it, but she's strategically placed her fingers such that the nipples are still visible between them. Like you do with art, all making the time. them that much more sensual. <laughs> uh, and so the woman has this startled, gaping mouth, but it's it's less that she's frightened of what the snorkeler will see. More than what she's about to consume something into uh, her gaping mouth. That's one way of interpreting it. That was my interpretation. Oh, she's like already, (laughs) she's already going to town on the invisible Jeff Koons. Invisible Jeff Koons. Um, I was gonna say that that her mouth is open in fright, but less so at what this, this chance occurrence of a snorkeler coming up through her bathtub and more frightened at the, the dark part of her psyche the snor- snorkeler has opened up <laughs> and uh, so for anybody that can imagine that that was what my face just looked like art thoughts <laughs> deep art <laughs> thoughts by Nina and Eric <laughs> so anyway. that one we need like a harp strum <laughs> <laughs> so, but we, so we don't know which painting or which but he said a painting he didn't actually. I think he just said art. Artwork, which artwork? So wait, is the whole museum burning? Mm. Or just For this one gallery this, with just this, this he one goes gallery? In this one gallery that has a painting. A in painting. It. The painting is on the Isle of Grange, the Grand Jatte. Because well, oh, it's well, you not can't anymore. save it. It can't move. It can't leave the museum. So well, it, I mean, this is also a, a stupid question because it's not in its own room anymore. It used to yeah. be in its own room. Well, in its own room, they had little crappy Van Goghs around it. I thought it was just all They were just like, ugh, we'll put these middling other masterpieces. <laughs> eh, it was lesser Van Gogh's. It could be, like, eclipsed by its majesty. Yes. St. George and the Dragon used to be in its own room, too. I lo- yeah, oh, and that tiny chapel in the Craft Education Center. I love that. That I was so great. I don't know where it is anymore, but I, I just spent so much time learning about that painting as a child because it was in the Education Center that, like, it was my favorite painting as a child. My, um, I don't even know who it's by. I'm really so they have this. I don't know, Johnny Renaissance, <laughs> Piorio Giono Johnny Renaissance. Oh, it is. It's totally Johnny Renaissance, but it's spelled G I A N. Giovanni Renaissance. Yeah. No, no, but Johnny, Johnny, because the nickname of Giovanni is Johnny, but you spell it G I A N N I or N I Gianni. Gianni Renaissance. <laughs> or is the French say Renaissance? Johnny Renaissance. So he answered this He's a more... secret agent that goes around enlightening people with his humanist thoughts. <laughs> he goes around vivisecting corpses. I had this friend, friend being a loose term. Hi, can you please wrap these for Hanukkah? So answer the hypothetical question so that we can get on with the rest answer, of our lives. Answer the hypothetical um, Well, I don't know. We have to settle on an artwork. I mean, because if it's like... It was a combine. It was a Rauschenberg combine. And that's why it burst into flame because of all the oily rags that he yeah, glued to it. exactly. 
Exactly, yes. Well, I mean, that point, the combine's being consumed. It's being combined into carbon. So... It's poetic. Yeah. All right, it was... It was your favorite Van Gogh um, self-portrait. Uh, I remember that that was your favorite painting. Oh. <laughs> well, I would... That's little. I'd put that under my arm and then be like, here, You know, you only have time to do one. You only have time to save one. No. I would... This is like this... This is like a psych test in Star Trek. It's like the Kobayashi Maru. Um, I would say the... Wait, okay, so you really have to think about this. You Well, wait, who's deciding this? That you only have time to save one. I think there's a way... I think there's a way to save... He need to give. He needs to give more parameters, right? Because if the, I mean, because the thing is, maybe the dog won't leave the guy's side. The guy's pinned, and the dog will stand there and burn to death. No, this is not like one of those. You know, you have a cabbage, a wolf, and and a thing of flowers, and a rabbit, or whatever. I, you I have can't a cabbage, remember. a wolf, and a rabbit. Now yeah. you get them all across a river. You can't leave them. A goat. It's a goat. It's a cabbage, a wolf, and a goat. That, but I think rabbits would eat cabbage, and I, I think wolves would also Fine, eat rabbits. It would work with the rabbit, right? But the goat can walk by itself. I don't know. And then there was like, but you can only carry one at a time. You're like, how can you not carry, like, what kind of idiot can only carry a cabbage and not a rabbit? But that's so easy. You just take the rabbit across. This one's much more easier to solve. You take, you have all three. Yeah. You take the rabbit across the river. And then you take the cabbage across the river, easy. and then you take the rabbit back with you. Yeah. And then you take the wolf and leave the rabbit, and then you leave the wolf with the cabbage, and then you go get the rabbit. Right. But that's in the how, meantime, that's you've been much, washed down river. That's not much easier. That's you just the actual solution. Yeah, you die of exposure in the, yeah, in in the, the time it took you to think about that. No, you die of exposure because you keep getting wet in the cold river. Oh. Well, XKCD says you take the... First, you take the goat, and, and then you take the wolf, and you leave the cabbage, because why the heck are you carrying a cabbage around anyway? To feed the rabbit. Duh. You can find another cabbage when you get there. No, you can't. Um, well, here's another one. You are... This is from the 90s, so you'll like it. You're, so you're like walking through stuff. desert, you have a revolver with two bullets in it, and you come up over a sand dune, and you see a lawyer... Um... Saddam Hussein and Adolf Hitler. Or who else? Or it would be better, because I just remember, like, but the, the, like, so who do you shoot? You only have two bullets, and then you say you shoot the lawyer twice. You just. But you what if you tell it where yourself you're like. So you don't have uh, to go through any moral dilemmas. Oh, yeah. Is that is that the Jewish answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. You shoot Hitler and then yourself. <laughs> That would be the real Jewish answer. Yeah. No, you would... You shoot the lawyer. It's a joke, so the answer is you shoot the lawyer twice. Right. But I, just, I think it, I remember being a Well, is it a prosecuting attorney, or is he a, de- a defending attorney? Because, like, if he witnesses your murder, will he defend you for murder? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. No, it's, it's just a lawyer, like an evil, evil lawyer. It, you didn't say that. You just said he was a lawyer. He's what a if lawyer. He's, what if he's an environmental lawyer and he... This was the 90s. There was only one type of lawyer, a dead lawyer. Oh my god. Don't you know lawyer jokes? Like, people yes. are always... It's like the it's like the way... It's like the way on the old shows they people would joke about having to, like, love their wife. And they're like, oh, I hate my wife so much. Like, we were talking about that, you know? I know. And well, so yeah, you I have a lawyer about, joke, like, but I don't like, think... I mean, I, I think this joke's kind of funny, but I don't think lawyer jokes in general are that funny. What's the lawyer joke you have? What's the difference between a lawyer and a carp? Uh, people eat carp? No, one is a scum-sucking bottom feeder and the other's a fish. That's right. I feel so terrible for saying that. Is one of your parents a lawyer? No, I just what? like all people. Why, why Even do you feel Saddam ba- Hussein. <laughs> why do you feel bad? I mean, I feel bad for the way he died. It was captured on a camera phone. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, it looked like an art movie. I watched it. You watched 
It's kind of sad. Well, I don't watch beheadings and stuff. I know. I don't go to gruesome2some.com or whatever the, those websites are where they're like... Um, I bet you can make an art movie where you, where it's like styled like a beheading, but then something totally stupid or random happens. Yeah, like a cabbage falls <laughs> off at the end. Or you, it's in reverse, so it's called a reheading. Oh. Whoa. I don't, I don't know. I don't like these dilemma questions. Because the other thing is people always ask him, and I mean only trained psychological experts should ask these questions because it's like, oh, well, I think how you answer says a lot about you, but that part is completely unplanned. No, so, I mean, the whole point of this was to put me in a difficult position of having to be like, well, I hate art or I love art more than humanity. Oh, well, my question was never saving the person. It's between the dog <laughs> and the artwork. Hello. Hi Hello. there. Right, so. No, I want to hear what you said. What oh. was your answer? I'm oh, sorry, go Is on. it recording? <laughs> now Is go. this recording? Now go. <laughs> um. It was such good voice acting that I thought you were like actually like, no, don't turn that on again. <laughs> no, I want to hear what you had to say. Oh, actually, Tell what I had me. to say kind of just quieted everybody. Like, everyone was like... You're like, oh. shoot the lawyer twice. <laughs> no. Uh, just I stand said, there and watch it all burn. No, I said... Um, that there's all these ancient texts about Greek statues that have been lost, and yet they still have like an impact on modern society. So I'd hope that the work would be enduring enough that even if it was burned, it would still have cultural significance. So I suppose I'd save the person. And then everyone was like, oh. <laughs> whoa. whoa. Like, whoa, she answered that stupid question with a real really answer. Real answer. Well, I mean, it's a good point. They also have digital. They have all the work recorded. Well, that's you know? what I said. I was like, with t- I said, in today's era of digital reproducibility, but then I was like, oh, man. What was like, that Benjamin email? Benjamin will be like, ah, oh, that's not the same thing. What was that it. email the, the director of the museum said about the five-year plan and how they're going to be, they're hiring this British market research company and stuff? And then he said, had some hilarious phrase with like, what was the quote-unquote internet age? <laughs> oh, God. Hello. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, is the title of the podcast "It's a Rap with Nina and Eric"? Or Hi. It... Huh. Hi. Hi. What? <laughs> Why did you? Because <laughs> I was doing a little intro. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is this is my co-host. She's simple. Say hi. <laughs> Not simple. I'm extremely I, complex and stuff. I asked you a serious question. Your answer was, hi. Well, I wasn't hearing you. Oh. I said, so wait, what's the, t- the title? Is It's a Rap with Nina and Eric? Or is it just It's a Rap? I don't know. The Rap on Rappin'? Raps on Raps on Raps. Should, did, we do, did you record Maybe me reading? Did you, yeah. Uh, did you record me reading that Yahoo answer? that started it all? No. You are going to send me these things, right? Yes, I'll send you the things. It's still going. Well, let's pause it. <laughs> You're back. All right, on three, say that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> oh, I was counting in my head. You can't say on three, do something, and then not count to three. Okay. One, two... I'm, <laughs> it's too embarrassing. I'm spy. Okay. Okay, one, two, three, go. That's, That's a wrap. wrap. <laughs> in loving memory of my dead co-host who died in a fire at an art museum where I regrettably let her die there <laughs> because I picked, I, I uh, picked the dog uh, and the painting, and then I left her and shot her twice in the fuck. In loving memory of my dead co host who died in a museum fire in the desert with two lawyers. In loving memory of my dead co host who died while being burned in a fire and not who, who was convicted of not being a dog or a painting. In a hypothetical situation, uh, 
You let the lawyer burn in the fire. <laughs> in loving memory of my dead co-host who died while she was walking through the desert and found an art museum and it started on fire and she called me to come save her. But instead of that, I rescued the dog in the painting and I let her burn uh, regrettably. So there's that. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this has been I Don't Hate This, and that's a wrap. You should follow us on Twitter at I Don't Hate This. You should email us, I don't hate this at gmail.com. You should follow our Tumblr where you can see our dunkster pieces at I don't hate this pod.tumblr.com. And now, for the first time ever, you can like us on Facebook. Yeah. And you should pick up a copy of the Sunday New York Times magazine after. Uh, Christmas, but before New Year's, because something I wrote is going to be quoted in it. Whoa. Whoa, bombshells. Amazing. All right, that's a wrap. That is. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue, the dark.